Welcome to the Sisterhood Podcast. I am Heike, Master Energy Healer and Mindset Coach. I am passionate about helping you heal, reparent, and reclaim your life as the awakener you are meant to be, to live your life fulfilling your unique purpose from the inside out. If you're looking to reclaim your life of deep inner peace, purpose, and love, create and maintain healthy relationships and thrive in all areas of your life, then you have come to the right place. My goal is to help you see the infinite potential in yourself to be who you were meant to be in this life and have anything you desire. This podcast is designed to help you find out who you are on a deeper level and step into your role as the awakener the world has been waiting for. Leave it to me to guide you through the processes and add exponential value to your life so when you leave, your cup is overflowing and you are ready to reclaim what is rightfully yours. I can't wait to share this space with you. Thank you for pushing play and let's begin. Hi sisters, welcome back to a new episode on triggers. We are on episode number five already. I cannot believe it. It's insane. And today we're going to talk about something that is so dear to my heart. I am obsessed about the subject matter called triggers. I love this one, right? You know I'm going to start this one with a tang, which is our family's adapted word for bang, because that's how we roll. So stay tuned until the end. You'll want to hear this one. Most of the time, we fear our triggers. So especially we as daughters of narcissistic mothers are told to dig deep around the triggers. Most of the time, we fear our triggers. So we dig around them and we stay clear of them and we try our utmost not to be triggered. So the trigger becomes something that we put on this high pedestal that we don't touch. And there's lots of spider cobwebs all around those triggers. And they're just sitting there, unnoticed, not acknowledged, and feared. And if you know me by now, you know I love reframing stuff. And in a recent post in our Facebook group, a beautiful sister spoke about something regarding triggers. And a lot of sisters came up with amazing thoughts about triggers. And one of them was to write down what happened prior, during and after a fight. What happened? What gaslighted you? Wow, this word, seriously, not, I'm not a fiend with these words that everyone uses. It's not empowering. So this is effective for a while. And that's why I love talk therapy. I actually don't take anyone into my one-on-one mentorship if they haven't gone through talk therapy. That means with a psychologist or psychotherapist, because this is the very first step on your healing journey is talking it out. That's what we need right at the beginning. I'm your second and last step, but that step, it's so vital. So when you come in with these beliefs around triggers, most of the time, this is something that is worked around, okay? 
So becoming aware of your triggers is essential. It's really important. But it doesn't heal the trigger itself. And you know what triggers. You've written it down. You've versed yourself well. You know what your mother says to gaslight you. You know all of these things. You're aware of them. But has it really helped you stay calm? Has it really kept you in this deep sense of peace? In a state of love? So my point is really, we don't need to know the triggers. We need to love on them. We need to really get to know them. Like your best friend you haven't seen in a very long time. It might be awkward at the beginning. You might question this friend. You're like, why is she popping up right now? What's she been up to? Well, you might be thinking, well, this friend's been causing havoc in my life for a while now. <laughs> it's a trigger. But a trigger, in my humble explanation, is a part of your inner child that's calling out to be seen, to be acknowledged, to be healed, transformed. That's what this trigger is. Because we usually regress when we trigger. We regress into childlike behavior. And someone said to me the other day, I don't know how you explain it. It's in such simplified forms and ways and words. But that's all we really need. Because as an awakener, we go into the deepest, darkest depths of everything. <laughs> that's, that's in our nature. But my purpose is to really bring out that, take out, suck out that pain. And transform that because every part of you is important. Every part of you has brought you to where you are today. Even your triggers. These are unhealed parts of you that keep reoccurring because they haven't been healed yet. They haven't been acknowledged yet. What part of you is still in pain? What part of you wants to be loved on. And if you're feeling a little queasy about this part, because I know that the self-love part is a tricky one for us. I know. But what happens when you truly open yourself up to this? And if you do have a list of triggers that you've written down, then I want you to look at them in a different light. I want you to take the first one and I want you to close your eyes, take your right hand, place it over your heart, take seven deep breaths in and out, really take your time with this and ask yourself what age this feels like. Where is the root? cause of this trigger what happened and this doesn't have to be a full movie scene playing out in front of you, you can just you can might just see a number might just feel the age because as a daughter of a narcissistic mother as an awakener you are highly intuitive you know this to be true about you so when we know what age this is coming from, then we're getting closer to the root cause of a trigger. And then you can reparent this inner child again. 
because that's really all that we are doing is reparenting those wounded parts of us. And you know how much I love bringing in our body because it really plays into this. We need to get out of our brain, out of our mind, explaining everything, right? It's not really getting us to that deep healing part. Because we know a trigger is a reminder of a past trauma. And this reminder can cause a person to feel overwhelming sadness, anxiety, panic. It may also cause someone to have flashbacks. So a flashback is a vivid, often negative memory, you know, that might appear without warning. But there are always warnings. Your body is always giving you a warning. So when you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling deep sadness, anxiety, the reason I always say question your thoughts is that is the only way you will find access to this. Because otherwise you're going to be in this perpetual state of overwhelm, sadness, anxiety, because you're not getting to the root cause of the trigger. So as a child, your brain, you know, was not fully developed yet. Obviously, we know this up into our mid-20s, which means you had no way of handling this trauma intellectually or emotionally like an adult. This also means that a lot of situations you were in really felt threatening to you. And this caused you to respond in this fight or flight response. And when this happens, your body goes on high alert and it's prioritizing all its resources to react. That's why we're so reactive. Our triggers are this regression. We are so reactive. And one of the functions neglected during this fight or flight situation is your short-term memory formation. And in some cases, a person's brain may misfile the traumatic event. I would even say in most cases in the memory storage. So rather than being stored as a past event, it's labeled, stored, kept as an ever-present threat. And this is your body's way of saying, I still feel threatened. I still feel overwhelmed and fearful that this is going to happen again. That's why we're so easily triggered by our moms, because they were the cause of this threatening situation, this trauma in most instances. So when you're reminded of the trauma through your senses, sight, smell, hearing, your body reacts to that as if it's happening right now. And the way that I've helped heal myself with that is that I started questioning, where am I feeling this in my body? It's my stomach area. How am I feeling this? What's happening? Am I really threatened right now? No. Obviously, if you're threatened, it's a different situation but a trigger is usually doesn't really mean that you're in a threatening situation right now so you question those thoughts and this takes time to master it takes time for us to master our mind so we can get back into our imagination and get back into creating from a place of deep peace love and joy that's where we want to go back to because when we are triggered we are anything but in a place of joy. And that's why it seems so hard to get to this place of joy because we feel, our body feels like it's 
constantly under attack. So when you go out, your body is already geared towards something might be happening. And usually we do attract situations if we aren't aware of this into our lives all the time. And the reason for this is also quite simple because we are creatures of habit. Our human nature is really, we are habitual beings. So habit formation also plays a really strong role in triggering. People tend to do the same things the same way if they do not question this. You know, our brains follow the same patterns unless the pattern is interrupted by asking valuable questions all the time. And the easiest way to really help yourself heal triggers is to get to know yourself on a deeper level. And that happens when you are reparenting these inner parts of yourself. So instead of looking outside of yourself, how can I avoid this situation? How can I avoid contact with this person? It's really about cultivating that within yourself, looking within instead of looking without. And stop writing things down. How can I help save myself from these situations? How can I avoid fight or flight? We cannot avoid fight or flight. That is part of who we are. It's part of our reptilian brain. It's part of our evolution. It's how we survived. But we are an advanced species, which means we do get to question things, patterns, behaviors that we have that are no longer serving us. By using the three-step or four-step questioning method I've taught you already by Katie Byron. Is this true? Am I in a life-threatening situation? How does this make me feel? How do I want to feel? Who am I without these thoughts and these feelings? That's where we want to get to. And I would love for you to focus on the following meditation I've created for you. And before you go into the meditation, really set the intention to heal a trigger or more from this development stage in your life. We're going to go back to your preschool self. And I want you to really take your time with this meditation. Do it as often as you can or you would like to, to really get down to the root causes of your triggers. So enjoy. Can't wait to speak to you again. Stay tuned for the meditation. Bye. Start by quietly sitting and becoming aware of your surroundings. Locate yourself in space and time. If you are sitting or lying down, feel your back leaning against the chair or bed. Feel your chest heaving up and down from breathing in deeply. Follow your breath as it escapes your nostrils and become aware of the air flowing back in. Now start with your toes. Wiggle them a little and then let them totally relax. Flex your calves 
and then let them too totally relax. Flex your thighs and then let them totally relax. Flex your stomach muscles and let them too deeply relax. Flex your fingers and then let them deeply relax. Flex your hands, your arms and let them all one by one deeply and completely relax. Focus on your eyelids. Let them feel very heavy and let them fall deeper and deeper to the back of your head. Your head and entire body is deeply falling deeper into the chair or the bed you are lying on. Your body is deeply relaxed. Please take three very deep breaths now. Now feel the air all around you and imagine a large golden ball that is circulating on its axis within your stomach area. This golden ball gradually grows surrounding your entire body, chair or bed. It feels deeply nurturing. It is enveloping you with a warm and soft light. And just for now, there is no place you have to go and nothing you have to do. Just be here now, be present, be aware. You can close your eyes if you haven't done so already. Let your thoughts glide around your head like parachutes or little balloons of various colors. They are light and airy. They cannot weigh you down. Be aware of them. Tell them. They may share the space with you, but they must stay in the background for now. It's okay to have your thoughts come up. You are okay. All is well. There is nothing you can do wrong. All is well. You know what is good for you. You can trust yourself. Now let's go back to your preschool self. If you're feeling any resistance coming up, choose your favorite animal to walk beside you and be your guide on this journey. You might choose a friend, a loved one, or even someone who has passed to accompany you. 
anything or anyone you choose will be the right choice. Now please picture your adult self walking towards a playground where your preschool self is playing. Take some time focusing on details. Are there any swings? Can you see a slide? Is there a sandpit? Are there trees? What does the area look like? Which part of town is this playground situated? Take your time with this now. If the area is dark, gray, lacking trees, this can be an indication for the emotional state of your preschool self. Do not be alarmed by this, just take it in as an observer. If you're feeling any emotions come up, please focus on your hands and feet. They are allowed to come up, please don't attach to them. And focus on your preschool self that is playing on the playground. When you feel like you've seen enough, please walk towards your preschool self. If this is a moment that makes you very emotional, remember to focus on your current state as an adult. You are an observer. Take some time to see what you looked like. What hairstyle did you have? What were you wearing? Take your time with this now. Now slowly walk over to your preschool self and ask her what her favorite thing is to do on the playground. Start a mental dialogue. Let her interrupt you if she likes. Just follow her pace. If for some reason your preschool self does not wish to communicate, leave it be. She might still need some time and you can try it at another time. If she is communicating freely, practice deep listening. Any and all emotions that come up are welcome. Please do not forget you have come as your adult self to give your preschool self the gift of healing. The feelings you are feeling are that of your preschool self, not 
present-day adult self. Take some time for this now. like you to ask your preschool self what it is that she needs most from you now. Now is also the time for your adult self to share affirmations that your preschool self needs to hear from you. You can choose from the following or make up your own. You are allowed to be your authentic self. You are deeply loved just the way you are. You are not responsible for your siblings. You are not responsible for your friends. You are not responsible for your parents. You are not responsible for your mother. You are not responsible for your father. You are not responsible for anybody else's feelings. You can ask for what you want always. You are always allowed to say no. You are allowed to think for yourself. You are allowed to set boundaries. It's okay to be different. You are allowed to be who you choose to be. 